Hey everybody, this is uh, the wrestling podcast Tales from the Kayfabe. I'm sure we'll have an intro by now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, my name is Kevin Devine. I love wrestling. This is my friend Matt. Hello, I'm Matt. And Jack. Hey, I, I'm Jack. I didn't say anyone's last names there except my Your own. Your own. <laughs> because we're anonymous and we want to be that way. Yeah, we, we want to be that we don't want anyone to know that we're interested in, in, in wrestling stories. In, in, in the wrestling. <laughs> yeah. We don't want people to know, guys. We, we have images secret. to maintain. Yeah. Well, I love wrestling, and uh, <laughs> they just like hearing me talk about wrestling, so it's a good union here. We also just love going, what? 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 And that's going to happen a couple times a day. Uh, uh, let the previous show, we, we, did, uh, we talked a little bit, and... Uh, uh, just breaking ground, basically, on what's going to happen here. Uh, Telling us some of the shorter stories that still yes. made us go, what? And uh, today, we're I was going to cover uh, some big stories today, but and I also, because I know eventually we're going to have to go with this. Will uh, we? Donald Trump is in the... Uh, the Hall of Fame. And here's Yeah, here's the only reason I, I hesitate to talk about this. We don't know when these get released, so this and could be true. real old news by the time so, we die. But you know, no, Donald on. Trump is president elect as we speak. Yes, he probably will be president yes. for four years. It'll be it'll be relevant. So you're right. Okay. So uh, Pence is gonna have him assassinated by like year two, so that he can take power. <laughs> what are you talking about? So uh, we are actually gonna hold off on that episode because there's a lot of juice. About what I was Trump? Gonna say. Yes, there's a lot of juicy stuff. Uh, I I've actually heard some other tales too uh uh that that i want to get all the data together and write and so we're gonna hold off probably until january on that cool 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 cool. it's an Um, inauguration yeah it's an inauguration (laughs) episode also this is our second episode i want to start with that i want to just start with something Something fun something fun or one of your favorites uh, maybe one of my favorites and one isn't a wrestling story per se it's more of what they call a shoot story, which shoot means real. That's your dictionary there. Okay, yeah. It's not kayfabe. Uh, but this is the most important moment in recent wrestling history. Ladies and gentlemen, you've probably heard it a thousand times, but it is the Montreal Screwjob. I've even heard of this You've one. heard of this. Yeah. So let's talk <laughs> about it just a little bit, and then we will move on to some other stuff. But uh, what it is is behind the scenes uh, – uh, uh, WCW was siphoning off all of WWF's talent at the time. And so uh, basically they wanted Bret the Hitman Hart for this horrible show they had called Thursday Thunder. Yeah, Thunder was the name of the show. I, I, you're looking at me like I would know. No, I'm looking at you like I want a reaction because that's a dumb name. Oh, it's real dumb. It's, it's dumb. real dumb. It's better than Lightning, though. I mean, let's face it. They would call it like Thursday Night Lightning. Thursday <laughs> Thursday Night Light Drizzle. Uh, they they wanted him for that. <laughs> light Drizzle. <laughs> Thursday Night Mist. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Thursday Night's all right <laughs> for fighting. So, basically, what happened uh, to sum things up with the Montreal Screwjob, uh, Bret the Hitman Hearts, leaving uh he is the current champion at that time and uh they are in montreal he is a big canadian and he says 
I am not losing the belt in Canada, and I will not lose it to uh, Shawn Michaels. Him and Shawn Michaels did not get along. He did not like Shawn Michaels at all. This is in real life, not not character. not in, not in character. He just not character. Uh, Shawn Michaels also made some remarks uh, about uh, on TV about. Uh, uh, Brett the Hitman Hart cheating on his wife with, oh, uh, man. with uh, uh, a manager, I guess you could say. Yeah, manager at the time. Her name was Sunny, if you remember. Yeah, her. I remember yeah. Sunny. Yeah. Um, she's now a porn star. Anyway. She's released one video. She's not a star. She's a celebrity she's sex She's talked tape. about more. Shit. Talk is cheap. Okay. She had an adult film out. Okay, okay. She's a she's a she's a porn. Uh, she's got uh, she's a, a celebrity sex tape. She's a, she's a porn entrepreneur. Porn entrepreneur. She's a porn entrepreneur. Yes, yeah, that's the. Good I will word. go with that one. I like that one. Uh, so yes, uh, <laughs> not gonna leave this footage out there without getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh. Basically, what happens is uh, Brett, the Hitman Heart, says, I'm not losing this. They come up with some weird angle where uh, uh, here's a wrestling dictionary term for you. A schmaz ending. Look that up. You've schmaz. got the page up, man. Uh, yeah, a schmaz ending where. Uh, what's. Yeah, let me see if you what's, get the. Uh, yeah, well, how do you spell that? Oh, I don't know. Any, I, I want to say it's with an S. Oh, it's H. not even on there. Okay, so here's what it is. Uh, basically, it's like when the ref gets hit, and then the ref basically just calls it a no contest. Okay. Or says, oh, this is a disqualification. Like it, It's basically in a disqualification uh, for a championship match, no one... Uh, uh, so it's an easy way for it's an easy way to just for Brett to not lose. He doesn't lose, but also like since he's on his way out, they don't. Yeah. He's like, I won't win either because I'm leaving. He gets to keep his title, right? He swore that the next day he would go, he would go on Monday Night Raw and then just uh, say a goodbye speech and just give up his title. Problem was he wasn't under contract, and so they didn't know if he would take the title to WCW. And then they've had a thing in the past where a female wrestler threw the title in a garbage can, and so <laughs> so they're like, "We really don't want that happening." And, right. And uh, they were really scared. So what they came up with, and from what I hear, uh, it was okay, now. I've, I've got, yeah, I've got the actual Smaz, a group of wrestlers involved in a pull apart brawl. Is what they're I don't saying think that is. was it. Was no. that? Was that not it? That might not be it. Okay. But uh, but basically, it's just where it's kind of a non-ending. Non-ending. It's, it's like oh, okay. it, it, oops, everyone fucked up. The end. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that that's it. Uh, so Triple H pitches this idea to Vince McMahon uh, of what if we just say that Brett the Hitman Hart taps out. And he didn't really tap out. And, then call <laughs> uh, and like, they go with it. They go with it. So going to the ring and everything, Brett the Hitman Hart still thinks the schmaz ending is going to happen. 
he still thinks that's how we're going to end the match. Uh, they tell a couple people, the ring, the person that rings the bell, the ref, and Shawn Michaels. Once Shawn Michaels gets him into a sharpshooter, we're going to say that he tapped, and that's it. Uh, that, <laughs> that's it. So that's what happens. He gets him in this short sharpshooter, this uh, wrestling move where it's a submission hold, and all of a sudden they go, "Up!" Oh, he tapped out. Ring the bell, and and you just see Brett's face, just like so confused of what happened uh, at that time. And this is why it's so important. At that time, Vince McMahon uh, was not involved in storylines, really, not too much. Um, like he was legitimately just like a manager kind of. No, he or... was, he was a ring announcer. Oh, okay. He, he was out there as a ring announcer, and uh, he did a couple things. He but was he, mostly he, he a, owned the company though, right? He owned the company, but that that's what he wanted to do. He oh, okay. he started. Uh, he owned the company, but he also wanted to be a face of it. Yeah, so he and, got himself and, out in the ring and announced. And stuff. before he owned the company, uh, his dad owned the company, and he was a ring announcer when his dad owned the company. Oh, okay. Okay, and so it was basically, I'm good at. this. I'm good at this. This is what I like doing. That's it. So, here's where it gets awesome. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Vince McMahon, uh, from this, from up to this point, you see him a little bit. If he's involved in any storylines, he's the good guy, manager type thing. Right. Or, for the most part. Um, they ring that bell. Shawn Michaels rolls out of the ring, grabs the belt, runs away <laughs> Run, runs runs to the backstage just runs just runs out of there with triple h he's just like i know it fucking is about to happen and and china i think she was there too uh they just run out of there and uh and brett's just looking everywhere and the first thing he does is look over at the announce table and just spits on vince mcmahon <laughs> just spits on him and then, uh, like, starts, like, they, they're trying to keep him away because they're like, Vince McMahon gets out of there then. And then he just starts. And here's the thing. If you try to look this up on, like, the WWE Network, they've edited this part out. But <laughs> he just starts flipping tables, like the announce table. He just, he goes crazy. He starts flipping the table, starts breaking stuff. And then, and this is all on TV still, and starts spelling out the words WCW. <laughs> like, with, <laughs> like with his fingers? It, or? With his fingers and mouthing WCW. And, uh, and everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? What <laughs> happened? And, <laughs> right. And so this is the moment when wrestling, you're like, hold on, was this... This wasn't planned. This wait, what happened here? Everyone was confused. In real life, Bret Hart goes backstage and uh, punches Vince McMahon in the face. Wow. <laughs> so the next night, he's got a black eye. Which <laughs> uh, is real fun to explain, I'm sure. Yeah, and yeah. so they're like, so they basically go you got to become a bad guy. you got to become a bad guy. And he's like, no, no, no. We're going to try to keep this the same. And, and uh, Who's got to become Vince? Vince. They say, you got to become the bad guy. And then 
Finally, he said, okay. And I think about a week later, he had a, an interview where he goes, I didn't screw Bret Hart. Bret Hart screwed Bret Hart. He should still be here. And I don't care. This is my damn company. And this is when he became Mr. Mr. McMahon. McMahon. Yeah, Mr. McMahon. Uh, one of the greatest villains in wrestling history is <laughs> Mr. McMahon. Uh, from all the good times and the bad times that that character should not have been there. Uh, this forced Vince McMahon to start wrestling at the age of 50. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe it, later than 50. Uh, but yes. Well, that would have been 97. Uh, He's 70. So 52 or something like something that. Something like that. Something. Uh, so yeah. Early 50s though. Uh, yeah. So I have a couple stories that involve Vince McMahon today. Mr. McMahon or oh, Vince McMahon? Mr. Today. McMahon. Okay. So that's what all your stories are today. Is it? I I just I mostly so you're giving the background one. of where we got. Yeah, where we Mr. McMahon. We can go through a couple, and and definitely this will not be the last time we mention Mr. McMahon. I just so podcast. what happened just to yeah. finish off yeah, the screw job story. So did Brett just leave? Yeah, um, he was he, he like went, he was done he went, anyway, right? Yeah, like, to he, go to WCW. He, he was he was already like his contract ended that night at WWE anyway. And he already, I believe, already signed the contract to WCW. When and what year? Like this would have been ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. What was it? Two? When did he die? It was like you're thinking of someone else. No, uh, you're Brett thinking of Hart? Owen Hart. I'm thinking of Owen Hart. Okay, Brett's actually still alive. Is he? Okay. So. Okay. And then just like a question, of, just guessing, like with the times or whatever. Yes. Because I know, like, it hasn't been that long ago, mm-hmm. at least because it's happened within my life, where I guess, like, the WWE or the WF, as it was then, yeah. started acknowledging that a lot of its stuff was so it kind actually- of, it started acknowledging the difference between kayfabe mm-hmm. and shoot. So, so, um, was this a time when that was a clear divide, or was it, is that what added to the confusion correct- for fans of, like, what? I, what? <laughs> if 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 I'm correct, I believe it was around that time that they that Vince McMahon came out and said, "This is entertainment. We're here to entertain you." And the main reason why he did that is because up until that point, they were paying money to like a boxing commission <laughs> or, or some like <laughs> sports commission, like and and like a couple states wanted to raise it, and they're just like, "Okay, if we just come out and say this is real." Then we don't have to worry we about that. We don't have that. to worry yeah. about... There was, like, some sort of commission that they were kind of getting strong-armed just... And it was... Everyone did it, but it was just up until the point, like, that they're just like, oh, we want this to seem as real as possible. And finally, he just kind of came out and said, this is entertainment. So I think it was it was definitely in the, in the span of three years of this before or after. All right. But uh, it was around that time. So people, but here's the thing. Everyone's kind of. All wrestling that. fans kind of knew. Right. It was like, no one really thought it was real for the most part. Well, like, are you really going to I remember, have... I remember like when John Stossel walked up to some dude and was like, wrestling's not real, right? And the guy just goes, does this feel real? And he just smacks the shit out of him. 
Like, yeah, John like, Stossel had a big thing where he was trying to. <laughs> he was trying to make them like definitely say it's not real. It's not Who real. cares? Yeah, right, right. But it was just I just remember that moment because he, he had to funny. wear like a neck brace. For... <laughs> I'm just still not sure like what people meant by like not real because like obviously you are being thrown around and hit with stuff. Like, sure, like that's still happening. Well, but well, it's very rehearsed. I mean, it's like you'd rehearse a fight scene for a movie. Yes, it's it's rehearsed. People people wanted to stuff's real, but it's the finishes are predetermined. The winning is predetermined. Okay. Uh, I mean, if you look at it, you can tell you, you get like okay, that guy's really getting hurt when he slams. But at the same time, w- one of the biggest things is an Irish whip. Uh, where you take someone by the arm and fling them against the ropes, they bounce off the ropes and then go running back towards you because <laughs> that's what you would do. Right. <laughs> like you would go what? running back towards a person. Like, like, I'm why? just thinking because, like, just hang out on the ropes, just catch a rope. I'm just thinking because last episode you guys had me, like, watch what was it? The. Not the erasing. The final deletion. The, the final, final deletion. deletion. And, like, there's a point in there where one of the guys climbs up in the tree. Yeah. Like, the yeah, other brother is. is on the a ladder in the ring. Yeah. And he rolls off and the other, and the other guy falls right onto the ladder. Yeah. Like... That's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. That's still. gotta hurt. Like, crazy. a lot. By the way, uh, I'm just gonna say this right now. Okay, I got another... We'll do another Just story stuff later. like that really has to hurt for real, right? Yeah, we're, I mean, they, yeah. We're going to put a pin in this, but later on in this podcast, we will be talking, now that you brought it up, we will be talking about Undertaker versus Mankind in Hell of a Hell of a <laughs> I know this one. Every, this, <laughs> this, is what I, this is what I tell people is, like, for a wrestling fan, this is like, this is the story of my people. This is like... <laughs> This, Come, gather around the campfire. This is Let the me story tell you of, of my people, and like this is the one when everyone goes wrestling's fake. You're like mankind versus the Undertaker, and you're just like, like oh yeah, because that's that that's the go to. That's the that. Uh, yeah. We will talk about that a little bit. All right, but later. let's talk about Mr. McMahon. Yeah, Mr. Mr. McMahon. McMahon. There's a ton of ton of ton of stories about Mr. McMahon. Uh, we will not get to all of them today. But one that I thought was fun and I thought was a good for, for this time because I didn't want to talk about other stuff. I'm like, why not talk about Mr. McMahon in 2006 uh, when he had a uh, tag team match against with hit. It was Mr. McMahon and his son, Shane McMahon versus Shawn Michaels. We already talked about him and God. <laughs> I'm already into this. I'm so giddy. I'm so giddy like a schoolgirl right now. Just a little bit of background. Uh, I think Shawn Michaels retired just for a little bit there in the late 90s. Um, and a lot of it was he had injuries and a lot of it was uh, he, he had some he had some drug problems. I don't think drugs, but alcohol problems and everything. Uh he he became a born again Christian, so this is where the story begins. Really, <laughs> uh, McMahon knew that. 
<laughs> McMahon had a couple things where there was even one, I think it was a, at a WrestleMania where he made his whole family get down on one knee and he goes, we might have to ask God about this. And he started with was, God, I don't like you, you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, the build up to this, I <clears throat> McMahon and Sean had a feud for some reason. Again, this is 2006. We established last time on the podcast that uh, McMahon is 70 years old. Yeah. So he was 60 at this time. <laughs> uh, they're actually having matches where they're both bleeding and stuff. They're both they're they're both bleeding. It's real weird. And like uh so I'm sorry. So they have these hardcore matches and then somehow he throws into he throws in like you believe in God, I am God around here. I <laughs> I am <laughs> I am God, you need to bow <laughs> down. Uh like he, he's also claiming uh he wants to he calls it his religion is McMahonism. Mm. And he wants to convert Sean to it. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's the very where's your god now? Like anytime he gets hurt or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, there was even uh, so this all this all went down on a, uh, a nineteen or I'm sorry two thousand six pay per view called Backlash, and uh, even even a weird thing I watched this today just to refresh on it. Uh, there was a weird like people were asking him to heal them <laughs> which was the creepiest thing it was this female i don't even know if she was a wrestler but she goes oh she goes i have a chest cold can you heal me he goes oh yes and puts his hand on her head she goes no it's a chest cold and he, like oh yeah that's everyone's reaction so- right away so there's an actual wrestler who played God, or what, what, you're getting what, ahead of yourself. Yeah, you're getting right. ahead of. Right. Yeah, I think you're getting ahead of. Kevin. Wait, so McMahon is saying he's God. Oh, and he was yes. the one holding and, holding uh, boobies, hold, holding the boob. Okay. Eventually, they didn't they didn't quite show it, but like I think he like went under or went to the side, and he's and then she started like speaking in tongues or something. It was real, like ah shit. Uh, I don't know how they got away with it, but they did. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. And wrestling was already under fire at this moment. Uh, For... Oh, we can talk about that later. That's a whole But, like, in general. Thing. In general. Uh, one, okay, sidestep here. Uh, there was a wrestler that uh, uh, they now think one of the main causes was CTE. But uh, he went crazy, killed him, he killed himself and his whole family. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He is now the Lord Voldemort of wrestling. They don't mention his name. They will not mention his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was around that time, 2006-ish, maybe 2007. Because wasn't there a whole storyline, again, uh, sidestepping, but it was like a... Had, they kind of had to break the whole kayfabe thing because like at one point it was like Vince McMahon was dead. He died. He died, and, and, and then this and whole I, tragedy happened. He's like, "Well, I got to get out there he, and talk about he it." He died. He died on last Monday, and then over that weekend, 
this tragedy happened and they didn't know exactly what happened. They just know that the wrestler died who was still active in the company and everything. So he had to come out. It's like, so he's not dead. <laughs> so it's, it's, it was a whole weird thing. Uh, but they were already under fire at this time. I'm really, I really don't know why they chose to go with this storyline when they're already so like they were just under fire for being a little like they're under fire. Too... No, it it was under fire because uh, there was a wrestler that killed his whole family okay. and himself, and uh, and it was just like, did wrestling do this to the guy? Did this? You know, it was yeah. very, very around that era. So it it was touchy. Anyway. We'll talk. That's a different yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's time for the main thing now. Uh, Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon go out to the ring to their theme songs, and uh, <laughs> see. I looked this. I looked this up, and the one of the things is God's holy entrance. Yep. The description is God makes his one and only WWE appearance mm-hmm. at Backlash 2006. So. So Vince McMahon starts saying every every he goes. Some call him the great above, the great dad above. Uh, he also I wrote this one down because it was so weird. He referred to God as the hipster of heaven. <laughs> with his I, with his handlebar I, mustache yeah. and, and like horn rim glasses. I liked the Earth before it was cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Saturday as the Sabbath was getting sold, so I changed it to Sunday. Uh, yeah, so hipster of heaven, and he goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, God!" and and uh, this bright light comes up. The screen says "God" on it, I think, and just bright lights, and then they have a spotlight that just slowly makes its way down. To the <laughs> And then, yes. and then he makes it about halfway down the ramp, and he goes, "Hold up, hold up, hold up." He goes, "God, you're at my house right now. This is WWE. Let's get it funky." And plays like a, f- or no, I'm sorry, I'm correct. He says, "Let's get jiggy with it." This is nine. This is 2006, not 1996. Right. Uh, <laughs> so let's get jiggy with it. They play like a funk song, and and uh, and he starts dancing the ring, and then the spotlight slowly just goes into the ring. Shawn Michaels comes out. Then super weird. <laughs> super. Yes, weird. this is already very weird. Uh, so <laughs> the spotlight is God. The spotlight is God. Uh. And basically what it is, they call this a handicap match, which is basically it's two against one or three against two. Or Wait, whatever. are you saying God didn't choke slam the dude? No. Uh, <laughs> so basically it's two against one, but God is in the co- is in the corner of Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels comes out. Um, but, oh, and he also announces that, and since you're in my house, I make the rules. This match is now no holds barred, no disqualification match, which means they can do whatever they right, want. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> there's a okay. So the match goes on. They kind of get bloody again, and then he like Sean's like halfway passed out in the middle of the ring, 
I was just about to say, I have Sean holding up at this point. Sean's half passed out in the middle of the ring, and then McMahon starts yelling at God. <laughs> Who's just still in the corner as a spotlight. And then starts going, where are you going? Where are you going? And started claiming that God is leaving <laughs> and abandoning Shawn Michaels. Poor guy. Uh <laughs> He's like, he's leaving. He's le- he's leaving. And, and they just pan over. Like, they don't even have a spotlight this time. It's just the camera following nothing. nothing. <laughs> going, going up the ramp. I like I like how I like how Mr. McMahon's the only one who can really see God in this situation. Yeah, that's so weird. It's like like he's he's like the the one guy with like severe schizophrenia. Well, he's I mean, like, McMahon is a god, so I think gods can see other. They can gods. see each other. He's yeah, the god he, in the he's house. He's a god of McMahonism. McMahonism. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and then yeah, so that kind of ends that that storyline. Never really went further than that i think they tried to who won the, who up. won the match it was actually it was actually vince mcmahon oh uh, now here's the thing i will say this if you're concerned about the match and then this is gonna open up a weirder can of worms but uh uh sean michaels has a comeback mcmahon mcmahon it looks like they're about to lose and all of a sudden it gets broken up by a faction called the spirit squad wait for it okay wait for it it's a faction of i think five or six guys that are male cheerleaders perfect yeah perfect that is their gimmick they're male (laughs) cheerleaders called the spirit squad and they break it up they do a couple things to Shawn michaels and then mcmahon gets the pin and i think the whole reason they could say that like i said uh, it was McMahon, his son. So they said, "The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit Squad." Oh, yep. Uh, I I think it just went on to a feud with the Spirit Squad after that. Uh, I don't really know. Like, like, <laughs> but okay. I like the spirits. I'm looking at a picture of the Spirit Squad, and they honestly look like they were taken directly from Thunder from Down Under. Probably. I, I think that <laughs> they, was probably their job they, before. There's two that are back now. They definitely... Yeah, three, actually. The, the picture that I'm looking at of the Spirit Squad right now definitely looks like a poster for like the sequel to Dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. But, but the direct-to-video version. <laughs> like, definitely. No, you're so right. There's First one. of all, they're all white. Which, yes. Yes. Uh, and like, it like half of them look like Will Ferrell. <laughs> it's very, it's, it's very it's true. Very accurate. One is still around, uh, and then they just, and this is as of recently, they just brought two of the Spirit Squad back to kind of do something to like fight him or something. This just happened like in the last month. Spirit against spirit. Spirit against spirit. <laughs> Uh, because they were trying to make fun of his early, his early gimmick was he was part of a male cheerleading faction of bad guys. <laughs> that, so yeah, uh, that's how that ends. And 
They didn't really do too much with the God after it, but it was just like, whoa, this is getting weird. It got weird. It was weird. It was, yeah, that got weird. It definitely, it, it is really crazy, though, that, like, people didn't, like, protest, like, crazy off after that. Dude, around that same time, they were protesting, like, the Golden Compass and Harry Potter. And, like, yeah. They weren't protesting that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, who, who didn't yeah, flip out? Super and... blasphemous. <laughs> super. <laughs> like, I don't care, but, like. Holy crap! You'd think someone would be paying attention. Like, <laughs> there, there was a couple more times where they went uh, sacrilegious, if you will. There's been a bunch more times, but uh, the one I'm thinking of is the Church of Sobriety, <laughs> which the most shocking thing they did on that was uh, this wrestler CM Punk basically started looking very much like Jesus, and uh, <laughs> and said, "Follow the Church of Sobriety." And he would shave the heads of women in the group and everyone else in the group except his own. <laughs> There's not a whole lot to that story, but it was actually just kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is neat. But people, he said people were coming up to him, like, cursing at him and, like, I know what you're trying to do and all this stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> so he caught heat for that. Yes. What other stories do you have? So um, that was mostly the one I wanted to cover, but let me tell you the story of my people. All right. This is the first time. This is the first time. I feel uh, like this yeah. is important to get out in it one is. of the first three podcasts. Yes, it, it is. It is. Because if it's so the story of and your people, I'm, I can't go that long without I'm, knowing I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to also recommend that you just watch the thing. Whoever's listening to it and hasn't, you can look it up. It's on YouTube or it's on the network or whatever, wherever you can e- find it easily. But uh, this is the first time we're going to mention both Mankind and The Undertaker on the podcast. Uh, Did we not mention Undertaker last week? We it was he was he was was he was in passing. He was the we might talk about him next week. Okay, Um, and we are. I I got a lot more stories about him because he's had a 25 year career so far. Oh wow! uh, At the WWE alone, so uh, we we're gonna talk about him some more. But there was a feud going on between him and Mankind a couple times. And this was actually during the second feud they this had. Is, this is Hell in a Cell, right? Hell in a Cell yeah. during uh, during a thing they called King of the Ring in 1998. Um, so this was not the final match of the night. And I'm saying that now just because it'll come into play later. Um, <laughs> so they, so they where did it out. fall in the lineup? It, it was second to last. Okay. It was second to last. It was Mankind versus Undertaker. Uh, the uh, main event that night was uh, Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, versus Kane in a first blood match, which was the first to draw blood loses. Our first person but to bleed. bleed to bleed loses. So yeah, um, so that was the main event. Anyway. They have this Hell in a Cell. If you don't know what a Hell in a Cell is, it's basically you're. It's like a. It's not like a cage match. A cage match is where you climb over the cage to win. This is your locked stuck in. Stuck in a cage. There's a roof on the cage. You're locked in. Uh, they decide backstage. It is not going to start in the Hell in a Cell. It's going to start on top of the Hell in a Cell. So they. 
Yes. Yeah. So they start climbing. The first thing they do, they climb all the way up. Now, this is really important that you said that they are not supposed to be climbing this thing. <laughs> I, I don't think they I well, don't think what, they are. It was this yeah. guy, uh, Terry Funk, who who uh, was an old wrestler at this time, and people just thought he was crazy. He was the first person ever to throw someone through a table, and <laughs> tables are now made to be thrown through. Right, they weren't the at the time? Nope, this was just a regular table, and he just starts trying to throw the guy through it but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make a note to ask about tables okay what are they made out of what are they made out of for wrestling wrestling well tables. i think uh, they could be made out of particle or anything but they're it's also you you cut the middle so you, that it can underneath break. so it can break yeah uh once you get that point that's weak in the middle it breaks easily uh there's a bunch of things that they just make out of they, I think they tried drywall at a time, but people were seeing that, so because all the powder comes off, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yes. Well, then I guess I don't need that question. Well, yeah. Anymore. Erase that <laughs> note. <laughs> so they're on top of they're on top of the hell and cell, right? Here's here's what's awesome. So they start, you know, fighting up there, and then uh, <laughs> Undertaker takes mankind. And starts to throw him, and he's supposed to go to the side. And Mick Foley's so crazy, he just jumps off the side of this sixteen-foot-tall <laughs> structure and lands on the announce table. And at that time, too, you used to have to clear up. They had the big, bulky monitors that were on the announce table. Like, look, think of, think of uh, if you ever in the early two thousands or whatever time. You went to the uh, convenience store and you saw those old security monitors that were big and bulky right. on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they had on the announce tables. You used to have to clear those out and then throw the person through. There was none of that. He just <laughs> landed on it. He, he just landed on it. It was just there. He could have hit someone too. He just went down. Right. And so it was So did like, he throw him, jump off, throw himself off? He was thrown off? It, it, was, it, was, it just went wrong? I don't think it went wrong. I think McFoley decided to do it. Yeah, it was it was it was it was a guided jump. It I was believe. a guided <laughs> jump. He could have stopped anywhere and acted like he fell, but he he went. He did that, and then uh, then it looked like he was really like hurt. And like, so yeah, yeah. so then uh, Undertaker's just up there just staring creepily down just like <laughs> and apparently go he, going through his head he admitted like he's like i killed him because <laughs> they bring out the actual medical staff and i don't know still to this day if this part is real or not but uh they bring out the medical staff put him on the stretcher and uh some at some point he gets off the stretcher. They take him all the way to the other side of the ring to go up the ramp, and he gets off. He starts walking up the ramp, and then he just like turns around and smiles. And I think they even put like a neck thing on him, and he just tears it off, and then starts running back because Undertaker is now climbing down, and Undertaker looks at him and is just like, "What?" <laughs> and then he starts climbing up. They go back to the top of the cage and this is after five minutes of 
Everyone thinking yeah, he's, he's seriously out. hurt. Right? Yeah. They already apologized to everyone saying, well, I guess this match is cut yeah. short. And, uh, and so they go back up. And what they were supposed to do was a choke slam on the top. And that was planned between them. And I think they've done that once before in the past, not with the two of them, but with Shawn Michaels. Uh, he, he received a choke slam at the top of it before, I think during the first ever one, actually. But uh, but this one, he does a choke slam to Mick Foley, and Mick Foley falls through Rue, the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because what they didn't know was whoever built this particular cell did not know they were going to the top of it, and so put zip ties around the around cage, the top. Yeah, around the top of the cage. And you can see the zip ties fall. There was also a chair that he hit Mick Foley with a couple times up there. The chair was on the same panel. The ch- Mick Foley falls down to the mat. The chair hits him on the way down. <laughs> uh, and you're just like, oh, he's dead. Or, or this is over. So weirdly, and today, if that happens, the match is called. Right. Like, yeah. But like, also, I mean, also, you have to... I mean, Mick Foley's playing like Mankind. Yes. Mankind is a nut bar. He, he is a freaking nut he's bar. He's supposed to be an escape mental patient. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and like, that's part of the character. Mm-hmm. So, like, it just it just adds this sort of, like... Is this is part it, of is it? This, is this part of it? Yeah. Like, because he's supposed to be crazy. Like, how much did they plan this out beforehand versus how much... and. Uh, and most of it was not. <laughs> so we're not done yet. Um, uh, after that first fall, how are we not done yet? Hold on, he has hold fallen on. sixteen no, feet hold twice. On, hold on. Uh, so back then, nowadays they would just call it. Back then, they just sent more wrestlers out. Uh, <laughs> and the guy I was talking about, Terry Funk, goes out there, and. The Undertaker gets down to the ring just to like creepily look over everyone, and Terry Funk is out there and just kind of says to the Undertaker, "Choke slam me." <laughs> <laughs> so he receives a choke slam, gets choke slammed out of his shoes. <laughs> Mick Foley bl- is blacked out at this point. He he yeah, does not know exactly. he and he wakes up and just sees shoes laid next to him. Was <laughs> like, whose shoes are those? And you can see him kind of just like. <laughs> paw at them for a second and he's bleeding in his mouth his tooth is somehow up his nose oh no yeah uh no and he's just got this weird perverse smile like just just smiling and so they're like and like the ref's talking to him he's going i'm good i'm good and no one knows how he is they continue the match uh there's a couple chair shots in there. <laughs> you would think this is over, but then Mick Foley, uh, oh. Mankind, starts pouring thumbtacks down yeah. in the ring. Starts pouring thumbtacks down. Now, here's a thing that I will say. I call this, like, it's like Chekhov's gun. Mick Foley's thumbtacks. If he pours thumbtacks, he's landing on the thumbtacks. <laughs> oh no! It's always he. Tra- I think one time I saw him 
It was against Edge. There was one time I saw him actually throw someone else on the thumbtacks, but most of the times he goes to throw the other person, they counter, and he lands on the thumbtacks. So after falling 16 feet twice, one, he had no idea he was going through the cell and and blacked out. He he lands on thumbtacks and then loses the match. Uh... (laughs) Everyone was going crazy after the end of the match. And it was like, it was the craziest thing. You see him walking away and smiling with all the blood coming out. How of far his did mouth. he fall onto the thumbtacks? Uh, it that was, was a choke slam. It was a right? choke slam. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a tombstone. It was, it was, was one of those. One? It was one of those, but it was, you know, Undertaker 6'7. Right, right. Yeah. They say seven feet. He's 6'7. Anyway, uh,. He's six seven, so still like he's yeah, probably yeah, falling yeah, a good yeah. three or four feet. Um, and he's still getting thumbtacks piercing his skin. <laughs> he's getting thumbtacks <laughs> piercing his skin. Uh, and the reason I said it wasn't the main event is because at the beginning of the night they planned uh, that both the Undertaker and Mankind were going to come out and interrupt the first blood match. Uh, and so. Steve Austin will still say to this day that he he goes well. I just thought he goes, I just thought it was gonna be Undertaker coming out. He goes after I saw you fall through that twice. I was just like, well, he ain't coming out. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes halfway through the goddamn match. I look over <laughs> and he sees mankind running down like with a really really limpy run. Running down the aisle, and he's just like, that son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And he wrestles a little bit more. Nothing crazy. Nothing. Just standard stuff, like. Standard stuff. I think he received a stunner, which is standard. But, uh, but, yeah, he, it was nothing crazy, but it's like, it's like, holy crap. Like, (laughs) he should be in a hospital for the next year. Uh, I believe he even went out to Monday Night Raw the next night. What? Yeah. But but Mick Foley's got a love of wrestling. Like, sure. He's got a love like, of wrestling. I've like, even read a couple internet articles that question his ability to die. They think he's <laughs> <laughs> they think he's Wolverine. Or well, like something. before that, didn't he like do a few things in Japan where they like threw him through plate gra- glass and some yeah, other he had stuff. a couple things. He lost an ear. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, he lost it. He, yeah, he lost his earlobe. Uh, he, I guess, he liked to get tangled up in the ropes or get his head tangled up in the ropes, and uh, it was going off. And he was wrestling a guy named Vader, and Vader just kept like going like this, uh-huh. and he's like, "My ear is hanging by a thread. Stop it!" And he didn't hear that, and just kind of rips his. Oh. Ear. Now, Vader, like for the longest time, was like, "I didn't rip his ear off. I I didn't do that." And then, and then uh, he someone showed him the tape. He goes. Oh yeah, I ripped his ear off. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I did. Yeah, he's like, I, the tape doesn't lie. <laughs> I own up to that. Yeah. He, he did after he saw the tape. He's like, I. He goes, all these years, I thought I didn't really do it. I saw the tape. All right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what did yes. he think it was? Like, 
I he he thought roper. it was he thought it was just from like rough housing in general that it fell off or something. Okay, but you can actually see him grab the ear and like throw it away. <laughs> he oh. didn't know he did it. Right. He just oh. thought it was like what, like a hair, maybe like a hair, hair, maybe something. Yeah. yeah. But uh, oh, I think if that's the same match. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't either. I can't oh. either. I have an uncle who uh, did uh, like cattle roping. Yeah. Oh fuck! Ooh. He loses his thumb. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I've seen that happen a couple times at a rodeo. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. You just get that. <laughs> it wraps around your thumb, and that cat, that cow, takes off and just oh, takes your no, thumb no, with no, it. No. 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 Yeah. But yeah, Mick Foley is crazy, uh, and he was so for it. And there's even I will recommend this documentary to anyone. It's called Beyond the Mat. I don't have to be a wrestling fan to watch it. Or to... <laughs> I just want to say how all squeamish three of us are right now, thinking yeah. that body parts getting ripped off. Well, I'll do one more because what what time are we at? Uh, we're at about forty-eight minutes. Okay, I'll I'll do one more, and then we can answer. Uh, uh, you had a question. I'll answer that. Um, in beyond the mat, they, did I have a question? I thought you did. It, I think it was my tables. What come, up they made up? come up with a question. Come on, come up with a question. Come up with a question. I'll answer. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll take a phone call. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, I'd like to know who's more attractive. Oh, mankind or do love. I would go with Dude Love. There was more. <laughs> it's the same guy, <laughs> but there was ladies around him, and that's always <laughs> that's always attractive. Uh, oh, that was a. So, we'll talk more about. I we might even do a whole episode on Mick Foley, but uh, in this movie Beyond the Mat, they kind of cover McFoley's life a little bit, his family life. They cover a couple wrestlers. It's a really good movie. Uh, and the whole thesis of the movie is why would someone want to be a wrestler? It's from a wrestling fan, but like that's it. No, a but little, that's a good question. It's a very good question. So, uh, cause there's a hundred percent, like you can be a wrestling fan and still be like, why do these guys oh, and, I and girls do. do this? I still yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, especially whenever they're in the like the the like the lower when where they're coming up. I mean, it's it's they, there's there's no pay. It's there was just, one. I mean, there's probably a good a good uh, uh, documentary in the same vein of like, why do improvisers do what they do? Why they do don't get paid any money. You, you could say that about anything. <laughs> yeah, but true. at the same time, but wrestling is like we're very not risking, physically demanding. We're not yeah. risking bodily harm or yeah. injury. Well, you've never played with that's, Michael Miles. That's that's <laughs> I've, I've okay. There's a couple guys who've who've jumped on me. <laughs> you've never been on. And, and uh, I, I was, was one of. Them. I was just about to say, <laughs> you're on Burnside. <laughs> How many times have we lifted each other up in the I, air? I think. Wait, when did you injure yourself? What me? No, I didn't injure myself. You did. I, you were like, oh yeah, I jumped up on the stage. I forgot about that. You, yeah, she jumped up on the stage, and the other leg didn't jump up with him. I yeah, think. and it yeah. just it he just wrecked it through the stage, and yeah. then and then like slowly walked off, and then we were we were even yeah. teeing him up for a big comeback on stage, and he's back there like, nope, nope. not gonna happen, <laughs> not today, guys. So I think the moral of the story is that wrestling and improvising. Same thing. Same. Yeah. 
uh, really, really the same. Really the same. Anyway, that was the thesis of it. Um, They cover uh, a storyline in there from Mankind. It was Mankind actually won the title at one time, uh, only to lose it three days later at Royal Rumble, but that was kind of the whole point of it. Right. Um, During an I quit match, which is the only way way you can lose is by saying I quit. Uh, This was versus The Rock, and... (laughs) It was a hardcore match. It was at some time, like, they go all over the arena. The Rock is hitting Mankind with a chair. Um, and it, at one time, they handcuff Mankind's, McFoley's hands behind his back. So now he has no choice. And he just keeps hitting him with a chair. And it's this bloody mess. What they cover in there. For some reason, Mick Foley invited his whole family to ringside. Oh, he's got like, man, how he's got old? a bunch of daughters, doesn't he, or something like that? He's got one daughter. He's got one daughter. He's got one daughter, and then at the time, one son. I, he's got more now, but uh, those were the only two that were there, and they were like seven or eight. They they maybe maybe a little younger. But they were you around that. daddy like and they're crying <laughs> it is the hardest thing to watch <laughs> because they're going no and, and like even even backstage he's still like he's like like the rock is trying to talk to him like I'm not a bad guy <laughs> like why are you like, beat my like, daddy <laughs> did you guys go to Disneyland like, <laughs> like he, he says that a couple times and the kids just looking at him and they're like they're like and like even mankind's trying to be like hey because his son's name is Dewey and uh, uh, so is the rock's actual name is Dwayne yeah right? yeah yeah and so he's like. Hey, do you know what his name is? And the kid's just like, yeah, it's Dewey. And he's like, he's like, hey, so he's not a bad guy. And the kid's just like, well, <laughs> hit my dad with a chair. Like, <laughs> but oh, yeah, I bet to this day they cannot watch the movie The Pacifier. That oh, that's a different person. So oh, that is a different person. <laughs> I I really the I, Tooth Fairy. The Tooth, the tooth Fairy. fairy. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's the same movie. It's the same movie, <laughs> different wrestler. Different guy. Different guy. Different guy. Uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's Vin not Diesel. a wrestler. Vin Diesel will never be a wrestler. Okay, then I guess they are not going to go see Moana. <laughs> and that title just got changed today, I heard. Anyway. Really? It's, look that up because I I think it may only be in one in Italy. Play. Yeah. Okay. Then in Italy it got changed because there was a there's a porn named Moana as well. I think it might only be in Italy. It, they're calling it Oceana. Oceana. So yeah, I'm not gonna edit out my mistake because I want people to know I don't know shit. <laughs> and that's why I'm listening I to Kevin. I didn't want you to edit it out. That's why I'm listening to Kevin tell me stories. <laughs> tell me more watch. stories, Kevin. Ah, tell me um, more stories. I will. Why isn't an old man asking a young person to tell them stories? Because he's on his deathbed and he can't talk. And, or read. Or read. <laughs> read me a story. He's blind. You should know this. <laughs> Thank you for informing my character. Really? Now I can now I can do this dumb bit this. more fully. Read, read, 
me a story, Kevin. I will on next week's podcast. <laughs> Signing this off. Thing flew off the rails at the end. <laughs> Signing off. I'm Kevin Devine. I'm Matt. And I'm Jack. Bye. Bye. Bye.